0: Welcome back to the show, Julian De Stoop sitting in for Dwayne Russell. Uh, mental health, it's such an important issue that we've got to all be talking about. We've been lucky enough to be joined by Haley Georgia and Maddie Hocking in the studio. They're the founders of It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Girls, welcome and uh, thanks for your time.
1: Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us.
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful. Look at that. The synchronicity. <laughs> and you've all got the, the T-shirts on. It's okay not to be okay. Just tell us about the foundation and 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 how it came to be.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> hey, w- so we started the charity in 2016 after we lost our brother Ben to suicide. Um, we were really shocked by the death. We didn't see it coming and it was through our grief that we started the charity.
0: Mm. So when you <laughs> when you say you didn't see it coming there was Sort of no signs that he was battling, he hadn't spoken about it.
2: No. So we've now found, so we've been running the charity for a long time and I'm a social worker, I used to work at Headspace. And there's this thing that's called situational crisis. And we see this more with men. An event happens in their life, a breakup, uh, maybe some trouble with their jobs, whatever it might be. They go into crisis, they don't have the toolkit to cope and they think that taking their own lives is the solution. So this is what happened with Ben. He actually bought his lunches for the week. Um, and then died, you know, mm. that night and he was very tight with his money. So I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs>
0: you know? So, so you've had the foundation going since 2016 and you mentioned men there and men traditionally don't talk about their feelings, good or mm. bad. If In the seven years you've been doing it, are we, are we getting anywhere with men being more open and talking about their feelings or is there still, oh, particularly I- young men, is there a long way to go?
1: I think we've definitely, especially in the probably the last three or four years, made some massive headway. Mm -hmm. Um, Men are able to speak up about going to a psychologist, telling their friends, saying, hey, I saw this bloke. He was good. He's helped me this week. You know, if you're struggling, you should too. Even the people reaching out to the page and people we meet at our events and talks, I think in the last three to four years, we've come a long way also seeing like celebrities and mm. sportsmen men coming out when footballers are struggling and they're taking time off, I think it just, you know, all filters through that, you know, if you're having a bad time, you can take a break and it's, it's good for them to see.
0: Yeah. There's really no stigma there anymore, even though you get the feeling some people still think there is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And no, we'll yeah,
3: just... I think it's, As touching on what Hayley said in terms of like, have we, like how much further have we got to go? Like, I think there's always going to be work to do in that mental health area, especially for men. But I think, yeah, we are making waves and it is becoming like not a taboo subject to talk about.
0: So tell us about the foundation and what sort of programs you support.
2: 100%. So basically we do a few things. The first thing is that we have a social media page, Facebook, Instagram, and this is where we build mental health literacy The other thing that we do is we gift grief packs to those that have lost loved ones. We also run events. We do talks in schools, workplaces, you name it. And also, lastly, the thing that we're most proud of is that we sponsor counselling sessions for people who can't afford to get that support otherwise. And I'm very proud to say we've actually sponsored $17,300 worth of sessions for people.
0: Mm. And how, how is your family? I mean, it's something you'd never envisage happening. That, I mean, what, what, what's the, it's a dumb question, but no. what, what's the impact been?
1: Catastrophic. Mm. So when we are that it, there's no way that we ever would have expected what happened happened. We are such a tight knit family before this. Um, Ben was in touch with his emotions, he was sensitive, he was hard working, he wasn't into drugs or, you know, drank occasionally. Um it was truly catastrophic. Oh, uh, Ben had a daughter as well, so it's just yeah, it was it's been a really, really yeah. And I don't think
3: yeah. anything can prepare you when you do lose a loved one like that. Like there's no way to explain the feeling when you do lose someone, when they do take their own life. You can't prepare yourself for it. And unfortunately, there's a lot of trauma that does come with it after. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And we
0: all want, you know, people that are battling with their mental health to speak up. And I guess that's one part of it. But as you mentioned there, I mean, do enough people that go through something like this then seek help for themselves in terms of the grieving and and counselling afterwards and how important is for that, for people like yourselves that have gone through it to, to speak about your own journey?
2: 100% because it's actually a risk factor within itself. Losing someone that way can also be um, make you more at risk yourself. So that's why we do the grief packs. And so it's actually a letter from us talking about our experience, what helped us, a fact sheet. And that's kind of the purpose of the page. People post uh, photos of their loved ones. They share their stories. So it is really important to let your community to get around you and that's something we're really passionate about supporting other people. But also, if you think someone's struggling, to not just put it on them to put their hand up. You know, if someone does an injury on the footy field, if they do an ACL, they might not be able to walk off. So what happens? A teammate steps in, puts their hand mm. up, signals to the trainer. Needs to be the same for mental health.
0: We're speaking to Haley, Georgia, and Maddie Hawking, founders of It's Okay Not to Be Okay. You mentioned before we hit now we're here at Elite Sport. Now everyone, a lot of people talking about mental health. we have seen players come out and be happy. You know, they're happy to admit they're struggling, and but. You're doing a lot of work in the Mornings Peninsula area at local sporting clubs. How important is it to get into these clubs at local level that probably don't have the education like some of the professional clubs do?
1: Yeah, so our parents were big into team sports and instilled that into us. So we played uh, netball and football for our local clubs all growing up. Our footy club literally carried us on their backs at the time that we lost Ben. They were paramount in getting us back on our feet in all kind of aspects, getting work for my dad, um, paying Maddie's membership fees so she could play netball for
2: the year.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, like at the local gym, sponsored us, sent us a message and sent us three months of membership so we could work out and not have to think about the cost and take our mind off things if we needed that as a kind of release. Um, Footy clubs and sporting clubs give someone, give you a purpose. They rock up every Saturday and play for something that's bigger than yourself. Um, I've got some of my lifelong friends Mm. from playing team sports.
0: There's so many great foundations like this out there that want support, financial support, government support. I'm assuming that's something you've applied for before and I guess are desperately seeking. 100%
2: 100% like to be able to do this work. So we volunteered for five years uh, of our time working full-time jobs, running families, but now this is something we want to do full-time. Um, so that does mean support. So people can support us by heading to our page, our Instagram, our Facebook for It's Okay Not To Be Okay. And our website is AU. Simply by doing that, you're helping us. But you know, if anyone uh, wants to support us in other ways by booking a workshop or putting us in touch with people that would like to support us, then that would be amazing too.
0: Have you found being part of the foundation has helped you three with, with the grieving process and, and taking everything in?
3: Yeah, massively. I think it almost gave us a little bit of way of dealing with our own trauma and learning how to work, um, essentially trying to somehow get a positive out of a negative situation, like if we can save – X amount of lives in the future and prevent any other family from going through what we went through massively. Um, I think also like getting to work alongside your two sisters and we can all bounce off each other with amazing ideas. We all come from very separate backgrounds as well, so very different industries in which we can maybe hit up or approach in terms of wanting to educate people around mental health.
0: So to find out more or to donate or purchase merchandise, head to, okay to au. 100% of the profits go into the charity to continue this, to support community programs around mental health. It's a fantastic foundation. Uh, please give it some support. Hayley Georgia and Maddie Hocking, uh, thanks so much for coming in. Thank, Thank you for having you. us. Absolute pleasure. So it's okay not to be okay. So that's okay. K A Y. When it's okay, it's okay not to be okay. dot com. dot au. As always, if you or someone needs help, please call Lifeline one three double one one four.